Hey everybody, I'm pretty sure some of you can relate to this. Have you ever been out with some friends or maybe you've spoken to your boss or your partner and you don't get their full attention because they've got their phone in their hand? Right, so this is one of the key things that leads to arguments or fights in a relationship. Today's topic is digital detox. What I've done is I've done a little bit of research in various fields a very interesting article I found actually is that um, we have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. Uh, there was a study conducted by Microsoft. We have one second less, on average, one second less attention span than, the, than that of your goldfish, um, which was very interesting to read. Um, the full article, I have put a link to it in the letter, but the gist of it is captured in my article. Guys, it's quite an interesting thing how since about the year 2000, in general, our attention span has dropped. We are so captured by these quick hits of dopamine, these quick hits of something that grabs our attention, that we focus so little on what's happening around us, on life, on the people that are important to us, on our relationships, on just other things that can keep us busy. So what I've done is I've of course got that article from Microsoft. I've also put some typical things that happen to us every day when we have an agenda planned and then we, by the time we get to bed, we realize that we couldn't do something. And if you analyze your evening, you'd probably realize that's because you spent a little too much time on your phone scrolling through what I've called mind-numbing um, content, right? So another interesting thing there is I've put five tips that you can adopt today to just detach a little bit from your phones or your laptops or just that that need for digital consumption. Guys, it's very simple tips like reading a book before, part of a book before bed, um, ditching the phone when you go for a hike or things like that. And it's really, really awesome, guys. Man, I remember going for runs around my complex during this lockdown and I said at the gym, people are always on their phones. I have a question for you. And I actually got a few yeses from people that I've asked personally. When they go to the gym, and they're on a bike scrolling through whatever it is or attending my spinning class or on the treadmill or the orbit track they actually don't enjoy gym and there's a psychological connection because if you're checking work all the time on your phone okay picture a phone here i'm recording on my phone so i can't um, do this but if you're checking work emails while you're with your friends at the gym going for a walk going for a run whatever the case is if you do it while running, you're bloody talented. But anyway, um, the fact is you associate psychologically whatever that content is with what you're doing physically. So if you get a, if, let's say you're at a Sunday lunch with your friends or with your family, you're having a really great time and you're one of those people that cannot leave their phones alone. So you decide on a Sunday at three in the afternoon to just check your emails for something important and you do and it's bad news you now have ruined your Sunday and potentially that of the people around you for something that you can only solve tomorrow. Guys, this is the point I'm trying to make. If it's not important, you don't need to check it all the time. I use Facebook and Instagram for business. I totally get it, but I get notifications on my phone when something important arises. So I don't need to constantly check just in case something pops up. Same with my emails. There's another tip on those top five um, tips that if you set aside certain time every day to check your emails and your notifications, you'll be more productive throughout the day. Um, guys, it's really, really scary. There's 
is a small reference to Simon Sinek in the article as well. You just need to Google Simon Sinek cell phones and it'll pop up. And what he says makes so much sense about how people feel more valued when if you talk to someone and you've put your phone aside, they feel more valued because you're getting they are getting your full attention. Another thing that I cover in the article is another type of way to detox from the digital. So you know you can set aside certain time for it every day. You can read a book before bed. You can really enjoy your time mindfully at the gym or with your friends and family. There's another little um, little extra treat there from Andy Headspace Andy. I've put a link to his YouTube video. He talks about how mindfulness actually helps deal with your anxiety problems and everything. And if you are so consumed in the digital age and by distractions, you never get to really focus on what's important, which leads me to something personal that I went through. I've mentioned that I've done an ayahuasca ceremony. I did it in January. Um, really great. You know, you go and you put your ego aside and you deal with your stuff. But what I want to talk about is the Sunday where we did San Pedro. It's really, it's nothing. You don't trip or whatever, you know, people might think that these things do. We had it and then we were told to go sit out in nature, find a quiet spot. And we did. And, you know, appreciate the person's privacy. You don't distract them. And I'll tell you what, man, it was one of the most beautiful, enchanting experiences I've ever had. I remember walking to my little spot barefoot and the stones were very uncomfortable under my feet and there was a point where I just looked around me and I saw this locust and I, I saw its legs moving as it was about to jump onto this tree stump. I, I, I noticed the ants on the blades of grass, the, the beautiful colors, just, just everything and I, I went for a walk barefoot. The rocks that were hurting me, I just I detached, I wasn't focused on distractions and you know, we had, we had left our phones alone for the whole weekend which was amazing, no phones, no no emails and no phone calls and you know, Facebook, it was encouraged by the shaman to just really just be you and deal with yourself and just detach from the digital age, uh, well the distractions thereof rather and I remember I did a mini hike up this small mountain or hill through rocks and thorns and whatever and I turned around and I just looked at the amazing amazing view and I realized at that point that God there's so much beauty out there there's so much else to appreciate than just the small piece of technology that we feel we are so connected but actually we're not you know not to paraphrase Simon Sinek but we are actually less connected than we ever were you know I remember walking back down the hill and just everyone was there and the integration of when you go on these vision quests or spiritual quests whatever you want to call them the integration is the hardest part what do you bring back with you it's this beautiful um, thing I heard from Alan Watts in one of his talks it was really really beautiful he says when you go on a spiritual journey it's almost like a warrior from a village going on a quest you have to come back with something you can't just come back with stories for people that you slay this beast you know that they the villagers want to see the head of the beast right so when you go on a spiritual journey you come back with something and i tell you i was driving to work that week and i was just so calm you know under no influence like 
back to normal life, but I was so calm. And it sounds weird, but I remember, I remember pulling closer to the curb while sitting in traffic and, you know, winding my window down with a button, winding. <laughs> and uh, I reached out and I grabbed a branch and I just, it just, it's different, man. You have to experience it to know what it's like. But what I'm trying to say is if you can practice either the mindfulness 10 minutes a day that Andy recommends or the five steps that you can do that I've put at the bottom of the article. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go on a vision quest or whatever. If you can just practice any one of those that fits your lifestyle, your beliefs or whatever it is, I guarantee you, you will have a better quality of life. You know, I, you know, ayahuasca was in January. Um, we are now looking end of August and I still practice a detox. I'm not constantly on my phone. I get irritated when other people are constantly on their phone. When I go out with friends to restaurants, I watch others and I just see how disinterested they are with their friends and family. And I read the annoyance on the faces of the people they are with. I remember going to Pizza Vino, oh, I can't remember exactly when, maybe February, March, and there was a family there and two kids were on their iPads and the dad was on his phone and the mom was sipping some wine and she looked really unimpressed. You know, you go to a place to spend time with your family, it's a relatively decent restaurant and everyone is just engrossed on their screens. And I could see the, I could see the disappointment and the hurt on her face. It was, you know, when you become aware of it, everything changes like this. It's, it's instant guys. And I would like to encourage you to just give it a try. You know, try to detach from your phones once a week on a Sunday. You know, when you get home, make it six o'clock. You stop checking work emails. I mean, I've got this, there's this thing, right? If, if it's something really important for work, you'll get a phone call, right? If, if people are so professional these days that they rely on an email to solve a problem that's urgent, we've got a problem, guys. We really have a problem. This is a personal belief. You may not want to accept my belief, which is totally cool, but if you think about it long and hard enough, I'm pretty sure something inside of you will click and you'll say, you know what, actually it's true. These emails, they just ruin your evening if you get bad news. You can only solve it when you get to work. You know, it's not like you're going to phone the engineer at nine o'clock at night. He's, he's not gonna answer his phone. You can only solve it the next morning. If you do phone him, he'll say, okay, fine, we can look at it tomorrow morning. Guys, get it through. It's, it's really for your own good. This is why I do these things. I do this because I love you guys, because I care about you, because I want to just help enhance your lives in any way that I can, guys. And if you feel that your relationship with your family or your friends or with your loved one is suffering, you know, this may not be the cause, but I encourage you to try this and see if it improves. It'll even improve the communication because you won't be on your phone, you'll have your partner to engage with now. And that is awesome. You'll communicate more, your relationship will improve. Guys, it's a win-win situation. And if you still, here's the sales pitch, if you still are not getting through or getting the results you want from your relationships, guys, I'm a relationship coach. Hit me up. There's a link to my website at the bottom. You can either book a session or we can have a free discovery call to find out more about what you need. Guys, thank you so much for your time. If you're listening to this podcast, you can find the website on whatever channel you're on. 
you can find me, I'll put a link in this description to the video as well as a link to the article that is on my website. Guys, have an awesome, awesome rest of the week. And as always, love you lots, stay inspired. Cheers.